0: Welcome to Above the Garage. Hi, friends. Welcome to our discussion of season one, episode two of The Crowded Room. Let's do our round of introductions and dive in. Hi, I'm Rachel. Hi, I'm Kimberly. And I'm Kate. So this episode is called Sanctuary. It was written by Akiva Goldsman and and directed by Cornell Mundruso. I'm very sorry for butchering that name. Episode two opens with Raya visiting the house, which has street number nine, by the way. Nobody's home, so she helps herself to a little snooping. There's a note for Danny to meet for fish and chips at Cambridge High Street at noon and lots of little medical creams on a table. Uh, Another mirror shot of a heart with A plus J in it, which we later learn, is Ariana and Jerome. And upstairs, Ariana finds blood all over the walls, glass shattered all over the floor, which we heard referenced by the police in the last episode. Obviously, something violent took place here. Downstairs, she finds a book of Danny's paintings, and as she's flipping through it, a bird flies out of nowhere. <laughs> Seriously, where the fuck did that bird come from? She was in front of the fireplace. Ah, thank you. At first, I rewound it because I was like, did it come out of the drawing? What's happening here? Because she found the book in the fire. But with yeah, that like would have scared the shit out of me, too. Yeah, in an otherwise previously silent empty living room, a bird flies out. <laughs> I would also have run out the door. So good instincts
1: there. Well, she was hearing a lot of the noises, like she was coming in and, and she, I think she heard noises upstairs as she was, you know, going upstairs, but we never saw the source of the noise. And then I think she heard noises downstairs and went back downstairs. And I wasn't sure if the bird was supposed to be a somewhat like, the source. Um, yeah, the source of the noises that she was hearing yeah um so big question mark there I don't know
0: I have a whole lot of big question marks as
2: we can yeah do. there's lots of big yeah, question marks I really like the shot when you see the mirror and it says Jane a heart and then you see Amanda Seafried looking into the mirror I really like that one this whole house is so beautiful we talked about it in the last episode but like the light that comes in like the mm-hmm. light that they get
0: right
2: it's great
1: and I was noticing the um, camera flares, like as, as she's coming in that you, there's just a lot of that going on, which I'm assuming was done deliberately, but I think it's just like the effects of the light yeah. in the scene is really beautiful. I don't know if there was meaning behind that. I just think that it was kind of just a gorgeous way to shoot her coming into the the house.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I really like how the show was shot. Mm-hmm. Back at the interrogation, Danny swears he got the gun, not Ariana, because Ariana needed rescuing. Raya points out the inconvenient truth that his story is she shot two people and now he's here all alone. Are you sure she needed the rescuing? Back in high school time, Danny's parents seem to have discovered pretty quickly that Danny's moved out. I'm not sure why, again, the passage of time is like very unclear to me. It seems like this is directly after the Bill Street incident because he's wearing the same bloody shirt, but how do yeah. you know so quickly? And why don't they ask what happened? If I were his mom, I would have assumed Marlon was the guilty party in Danny's face reconstruction, yeah. the but there's never a discussion of of like what actually happened except they know he's inside the ghost house and they don't like it. Anyway, as Marlon's pounding on the door, Yitzhak tells him he's got to handle it if he wants to stay. But that lasts for like five seconds while Danny stands out there frozen until Yitzhak comes out and handles it for him. Calls Marlon a coward, tells him not to talk to a woman that way, that he's a bully and all bullies are cowards. And it works. Marlon walks away. And Danny's mom simply walks up to Danny to get a good look in his eyes, double check with him. And I guess she sees that Danny believes he's going to be safer there than at their house. But what did you guys think of that scene? Did you have questions?
1: Without revealing too much or like spoiling too much, like like if you know a little bit about the story, it's what's really going on here could be is really interesting to think about. But um, I love what how Yitzhak fights back or or pushes back at the stepfather. It doesn't seem like he ever has anyone stand up to him and says you're a bully and all bullies are cowards. I really like that. But yeah. like throwing that back in his face.
0: And it's very effective. It seems. Yeah. Yeah, Rachel knows a little bit more about the real life story than we do so we gotta be careful how we're discussing it so that we don't spoil people that are just watching the show i thought it was interesting as
2: well how his mom was looking at him
0: and she didn't say much and it's like she i don't know it's like she was communicating something with her eyes it's all a bit odd it is very odd seems like there's more going on than we understand maybe it was not a normal reaction by the mom you know
1: because it is i think um in the next scene raya points out at some point maybe it's not the next scene but at some point raya questions the fact that his mom and stepfather left him there for three years like it is yeah. strange yeah, that again. that they would they would just allow that to happen i mean danny points out i was 18 i mean technically maybe sure. they couldn't force him to come home
0: or that's the only thing he says before he switches to like, they're my family now.
1: Right. And she also knows, she has to know that that the home life with the stepfather has been right. like hell for him.
0: That's in my head. That's how I rationalized it. Like yeah. he's not safe in her house and, and she's, you know, she's come in and had to tell Marlon to unhand him. So who knows what he's doing overnight when she's at the hospital. And if he thinks this is a safer option, you know, as a mom, you'd have to consider respecting that because you can't possibly know everything that's going on in, in the house, you know?
2: Yep. Just before this scene too is when we start seeing the those weird flashes to like Blooded looking basement.
1: I had a note on that too. Like that comes in and out. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's really strange. It's like this broken down house with this, yeah, flooded basement as you step down. It's like standing water in the bottom. And yeah, I had a note in there too that there was a shot of that. And then there was a female hand, which I think is Ariana's, that touches a leg that's wearing sweatpants. And then Danny wakes up. So I was wondering if that was like part of a dream he was having, maybe, but don't know.
2: Um, As it goes on and we see more flashes, it kind of just reminds me of the title, like The Crowded
0: Room. Yeah, same. Raya suspects something's happened between Danny and his stepdad and the interrogation, but he won't tell her if there was something that happened. And she points out again how strange it is that Yitzhak pops up right when he needs him. Back at the house, Yitzhak is full of rules. No drugs, no sex. Pay your rent. You'll be safe from those bullies. Danny has still not changed his bloody shirt. He's got to go pick up clothes. And now we have more bacon. Ariana is also making BLTs. There are a lot of BLTs. In the yeah, show.
2: I found that kind of strange. Yeah, <laughs> that was the exact sandwich as his mom makes.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't know about you guys, but like a homemade BLT common. is is it doesn't happen. To in my life, that often. Maybe it's more common for other people to make BLTs.
0: <laughs> there was a very brief phase in my childhood when I think my mom was on a BLT kick. So mm-hmm. it might correspond with something like this. But no, typically, no, I do not get the bacon out and make a bacon. Right. I make a turkey sandwich. There's just so much enough. more
1: work to it. Like you have to right. cook the bacon and, and everything. So,
0: but Danny loves his BLTs. Mm hmm. Yeah, he seems to interpret the BLTs as some sort of sign of love or affection judging from his face when Ariana offers to make him one. Mm -hmm. Yitzhak's also already gotten him GED books. Again, I'm confused on the timeline here, but I've already said that. And also why the GED books before a clean shirt? Come on, Yitzhak. (laughs) It's weird because I think it's literally right after, like
2: the day after he runs home from school, but Yitzhak's like, yo, if you're not going to school today, you really need to yeah. GED, even though like they probably have never had had time to discuss like dude are you going back to school
0: or like right it's a big no. assumption to make <laughs> yeah yeah he was getting on pretty well in school even danny says that was fast he
1: acknowledges that he got the books fast
0: yeah strange everything's so strange mm-hmm Anyway, Ariana tells Danny that Yitzhak got her out of a jam similar to his, and that's all he knows about her. He's telling Raya, except that Ariana's a night person. She'd come home and Danny would wake up, tells him to fuck off, and then she turns on some music while she sobs. He says she drank a lot, hit the walls, but mostly just cried. He can't remember a time when his mom wasn't fighting with Marlon at home, but with him and Ariana, it was different. They didn't talk, but they understood each other. And he lived there for three years. He paid for his rent through Johnny's new marijuana dealing, which I also find odd because what value is Danny adding to this marijuana operation? Johnny procures it. He sells it. Why is Danny being cut in?
1: Johnny is making all the money for Danny's rent. (laughs) It seems so. It's
0: weird. And at some point mm -hmm. they reference him as like the investment guy, but that doesn't make any sense because Johnny's making the money, you know, like Johnny Mm -hmm. is literally everything, including the investment guy. It's so yep. weird. Unless he's just getting paid forever for the $100 borrowing from his father. Maybe. It's all really weird. Uh, when Ryan asks if he can remember doing things for Yitzhak, he errands, he shuts down and gets defensive. Danny says those three years in the house was the only time that he was ever happy. And here's where she questions why his parents would have just let him live there for three years. He doesn't really answer. He just tells her Yitzhak and Ariana became his family as we see him go to the store for groceries. And who is at the grocery store but the beautiful Annabelle? back from college she casually apologizes for being a bitch to him back in high school and it all seems like water under the bridge so he invites her over on friday he's having a party at his house
1: i yeah i mean at first i thought it was um nice that they were both so like just sort of chill and casual with each other and i was glad even though like you said it was very casual but she does apologize she acknowledges that she was an asshole to him I mean and and I was thinking back about that scene at the at the school it was bad enough that she dumped him immediately but to have to send that awful Eden to do it when she was such such a jerk about it I mean just the way she handled it was absolutely the worst way anybody could handle anything really and just hurt it was just added so much salt to the to the wound and, and the fact that Annabelle was still standing there watching it all happen. it like, she was such a coward to send Eden to do her, to do that, to do her dirty work and to, to do the the hard thing of breaking up with him. But I'm glad she apologized. And I guess for him, like you said, water under the bridge. So.
0: And to be fair, like a lot of people do shitty things in high school and that is not an excuse, but probably much more rarely do they apologize for it a few years. Yeah, later. Yeah. Right. They're pretty cute together, too. Like, they're banters. Yeah. Danny's very likable, in my opinion. Yeah, he's a real sweet guy. And there's a high school reunion at the grocery store. Johnny's in the parking lot now. Also. Points out he's breaking the rules, inviting Annabelle over to that ghost house. No parties was one of the rules. We can presume Mike is loving the house that night. Johnny wants to know where Ariana is and speak of the devil. Ariana appears. She's not a fan of the drugs being done in the house until she lights one up five seconds later and they all get high together. And then in walks Annabelle and her friends. He said it's a party, right? And we have a repeat of high school. Annabelle and Danny like. Couple up on the outskirts of the party. They're having fun together when Eden crashes, tries to get Annabelle to leave, but this time Annabelle says no. And Eden just tells Danny to wear a condom. But then when Danny and Annabelle start kissing, Ariana walks in and she wants in. Check that. No, she seems to want Annabelle all to herself until after they're hooking up, she does invite him, but he doesn't take her up on her half-hearted offer. The next morning, he's cleaning up when Annabelle sneaks up behind him and acts like really girlfriendy tells him he can kiss her she's a real mind fuck and then he walks her out with ariana looking down on them she really did him a cop block there yeah that was fucked up
2: i'm sure he might have enjoyed himself watching but like
0: he probably would have
2: prepared to be in on the action but yeah i thought that was kind of mean and
0: sad yeah it was sad
1: i thought it was funny early in the um down in the kitchen ariana is reminding him of the rules about no drugs and then she pulls out her own joint <laughs> Yeah, when she tries, she tries one of theirs and it's it's awful. So she's like amateurs, and yeah. she pulls out her own joint and lights up. I just thought that was funny.
0: Perfect rolled. Oh, there was like seeds in theirs, right? That's really bad.
1: Yeah, that's what Danny says. Like, I'm
2: just supposed
0: to tap out the seeds. <laughs> I love the shot of the
2: stained glass on the door when um Danny and Annabella looking like at each other through it and then when she takes the joint out yeah. of his mouth that was awesome I love that shot
1: too and, and I think that parallels one of the shots in the um opening credits because there's mm-hmm. one where like two people and then they like share smoke or something like oh, passes yeah. between from one mouth to another so uh. I I don't know if there's a, if they're intending to replicate scenes from the show in that I think it's all very abstract but it, but that particular scene was reminiscent of that drawing from the opening credits
0: yeah I still love the opening credit sequence it's so beautiful
2: I was a bit sad that when Danny was reading on the porch a comic I'm just kind of sad that it wasn't Spidey
1: good point that would have been
2: awesome (laughs) I didn't even notice
1: it was a comic book so I I think that would have been a a very cute easter egg if they'd thrown that in there
0: I was hoping for it but (laughs) Yeah, so later outside on the porch, I love when it's raining all around you, but not on you, by the way, so I like that scene. But anyway, Ariana comes out to check in, wants to make sure last night was okay, which she swears it was, and Ariana suggests Danny kisses Annabelle too next time, and then invites him for a burger. He seems to be shocked because, maybe because it's not a BLT, but no, because they don't really do things together, and then they run out in the rain. That I do not love. I do not like what shoes Ew, no.
2: I was just going to say, I just love how she's trying to cover herself with her leather jacket, even though there's like no hood and she like doesn't even pull it up. I'm just like,
0: that's useless. And it's like, it's like a very short, small leather jacket on top of that. (laughs) It's hardly worth the effort. There's a more effective rain blocker later on in the show. Oh yeah, the kite. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. At the diner, he checks in with her, tells her he hears her at night, is she okay? But she won't tell him the bad shit that happened to her as a kid. Raya points out that Ariana seems like she was made to order, a perfect best friend for him, i.e. too good to be true. And then we see her being accosted by some guy, Benny, who seems pretty fucked up himself. And Ariana gets pissed and blows Danny off and runs off. Raya points out how profoundly unstable... Ariana is the way he's describing her and asks what she was doing at night. And then we're with her as she gets made up. She must go through a lot of eyeshadow in a month. Yeah. <laughs> and walks into a club where the bartenders know her drink order. So that's where she is. At she the- literally walks
1: into the club. She, she walks right yeah. past the line. She, people yeah. know her. She walks right, right. past the, the bouncer like and just home right her. into the, yeah. I mean, they just let her right in. So she's a regular.
0: Yeah. She turns down the cocaine she's offered by her new mark, Grace, and does a pretty half-assed job of flirting with her, in my opinion. It didn't seem very convincing, but Grace is pretty drunk, so probably only requires a half-assed job of flirting. Uh, and it works. She puts her on her tab. That was fast she's dancing with grace all night until she spies jerome the guy that was looking for her last night for the bartenders across the bar and she quickly ditches grace to buy jerome a drink on grace's tab and then they dance the night away until he fucks her in the bathroom and she looks sad later on the couch grace returns and ariana makes a point of making out with her in front of jerome who is pissed and knocks them off the couch screaming what the fuck i love you but apparently, she's got some rule about not saying "I love you" or something because she screams, "I fucking told you!" and he begs her not to do this, and she pieces out.
1: Mm. I wasn't sure what she was referring to when she said "I told you," but that makes sense since she's so I think sensitive it was right about. Right after
0: that, right, and then she further confirms it.
1: It's very sad. I I wanted to cry for her, honestly, like in several scenes in this episode. I wanted to comment back all the way back to when she's getting ready to go out to the club and she's Uh um, putting all her heavy eye makeup on in the mirror. I don't know what meaning is behind it. I just, I love the way they use the mirrors because like, as she's leaning in to put the eye makeup on her face is split like three or four different times, like vertically. And then there's like another shot where there's like two mirrors and she's, she's like split between the two. And it's just, it's always makes for really cool effects. So just wanted to Say that yeah everything else is is really getting into Ariana's um brokenness and and kind of like introducing us to that and and she has this release going out to these clubs and stuff but it's like anytime it like she says later on, anytime anyone gets too close. She just shuts down and has to push him away.
0: Yeah, she never seems happy though. Like even if this is her release, there's like no point during the night when she seems happy. Not when she's not really you're right. not Not when she's on the couch with Jerome. Like I at first when she I mean she seems like happy to see him, and that confused me at first. I guess I was expecting him to be like her pimp or something. And then she walks up to him and she's clearly like being nice and happy to see him. But from that point on, she seems like she's like suffering. Yeah. But she says she loves it. You know, she obviously she pushes him away because she likes him. So I don't know. Totally fucked up.
1: There was another detail when she's dancing with grace and then Jerome approaches her and she pushes him away. He actually accepts that and walks off dejected. Like I could imagine some guys in that position, like. Um, making a scene or pushing back or you know getting mad or blowing up on the dance floor or something like that I I kind of really believed Jerome's feelings for her like he really seemed genuine about he does loving her
0: yeah he kind of fucks that up later but yes I agree
2: I'm a broken record at this point but the whole scene of the dancing and the lights and everything was just chef's kiss Mhm.
1: The music too, like um when she walks in and there it's Disorder by Joy Division that's playing and yeah. mm-hmm. that song cuz it's like 79 I think so it's like right on the cusp of 80s and it had a very kind of early 80s vibe to it and I kind of like that and and it's just I love their music choices. It's always very cool setting the time period and the the tone yeah. of whatever they're doing. It's very good choices.
0: Raya listens to Danny talking about Ariana and deduces she must have trusted him a great deal before we see Ariana coming into his room in tears and asking for help. Raya ends this episode like the last one, confronting him about who got rid of Ariana. So those are new words. Seems like she's always revealing something new to us and getting aggressive Mm -hmm. with him at the end of episode interrogation and then we see ariana walking into the creepy as fuck basement with the flooded water and i don't know what are they mannequins before it goes to credits
2: are they mannequins i thought they were real people,
0: but i don't know i mean well they are, they are people yeah But when i initially saw it i was like you know people don't sit in flooded water
2: yeah
1: inanimated sleeping dead <laughs>
2: they look pretty good for
0: dead people too like you know what i mean like yeah i
1: don't think they're dead
0: speaking of that i read this article the other day that they dug up this nun who died like i don't know maybe it was like 50 years ago or something and her body hadn't decomposed at all and she looked exactly like she did when she buried them oh that's what they say about saints and stuff yeah but like it's so crazy and there's a picture and like it's for real yeah it's crazy wow creepy instant sanctification i hope
1: wow just a quick comment back on what Raya, like you were pointing out um she's she's pointing it at Yitzhak, getting rid of ariana and she says what are you not telling me what are you not telling yourself and danny jumps up uh, just that reaction and then i believe like you said like that's how it ends but right. i love that she pointed that out to him like what are you not telling yourself and that that really gets to him so
0: yeah i like how she's slowly like walking him through the logic
1: it seems like law enforcement is dead set on Danny being a serial killer, but I don't necessarily think Raya agrees with that. I don't know what you guys think. So I think Raya has her own theories and she's trying to little, like you said, little bit like mm-hmm. pulling it out of Danny. But I also think Danny is not fully aware of what is really happening.
0: Yeah. I think it's necessary that she handles him the way that she is. And yeah. So she's little
1: her. by little, very gradually. So it's, she's doing it very well.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's very intriguing the way it's just like, Coming out little bits at a time. So mm-hmm. good episode. I really like that one too. It's keeping me going. So very intriguing.
0: All right. I think that's a wrap on our discussion of season one, episode two of the crowded room. Come back in a couple of days. Our episode three discussion will drop. And then thereafter, our episodes should drop on Friday, is the day that the show comes out. So we'll see you in a couple of days. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.